0: to zion hill where we make our world a better place zion hill family the wait is over we are excited to welcome back our youth choir we have a single focus for our youth and that is to teach them the word and train them to war rehearsals have resumed and are being held saturdays at 10 a.m we encourage parents and youth to get back into the mix. It's time to go to work.
1: Join Zion Hill Church Family for Watch Night Service 2022, Friday, December 31st with a prophetic word by Pastor Joshua Jordera, Sr. Doors open at 8 p.m. Service begins at 10 p.m. Watch Night Service 2022, December 31st at Zion Hill Church Family, 312 Hunter Street, Pineville.
0: At this time, We would like to acknowledge all those celebrating wedding anniversaries and birthdays for the month of November. Happy anniversary and happy birthday to you all. Zion Hills Theater Ministry will show the hit movie Respect, starring Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin. Showtime will begin at 6 p.m. on Tuesday, December 28th. The movie is free to the public and concessions will be available. If you want to become a member of the Zion Hill Church family, meet Pastor Dara and his lovely wife at the altar after the benediction. Or you can go to our church website and join by clicking the eChurch tab. If this is your first time worshiping with us, We welcome you with the love of Jesus. We truly appreciate you taking the time to worship with us on today. Please be sure you sign in at our greeter station at the end of the service located in our lobby. And as a special thank you, we have a special gift just for you. Thank you for tuning in and worshiping with us on today. Until next time, we'll see you at the top.
2: my name is minister clarence Smith. i'll be leading her to the throne of grace father god good morning good morning our lord and savior jesus christ good morning holy spirit good morning holy ghost lord god we thank you lord god for allowing our lives to roll on father god for you seeing fit to wake us up this morning lord god And it was because of your grace and your mercy, not because we were so good, so righteous, but because of your grace and your mercy, you saw fit, Father God. Father God, we thank you for this time, Lord God, that we have celebrated your birthday, Lord God, your darling son Christ Jesus' birthday. And, Father God, we know that every day is a day of thanksgiving. Every day we should be mindful of what your son Jesus did for us, Father God. Man can't limit what you didn't limit you didn't limit your son to one day god and we will not limit your son to one day either father god father god we pray and act that you would bless this service this morning like never ever before let your holy spirit rain down anew and rain down afresh, father god test the angel the angel of this house the under shepherd father god use him in a mighty way strengthen him lord god we pray and act that you will bless this table lord god we pray and ask, Lord God, that we will lead differently than the way we came, Father God. We come even praying, Father God, asking for forgiveness of sins and transgression and iniquity that we may have committed against thee. And thy heart, thy mind, thy soul, thy thought, and thy deed, Father God. Amen. Father God, we thank you and we love you. Just have your way this morning, Lord God. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Everybody, let's stand on our feet and give God
3: some praise this morning. We want to continue to celebrate
2: Jesus during this
3: Christmas season. So clap your hands with us. The song says this. There are so many wonderful things about Jesus. There are so many wonderful things about Jesus. Help me sing that, say it. There are so, so many wonderful, wonderful things about Jesus. about Jesus. Come on, somebody say it. There are so many wonderful things about Him. About him. Clap your hands, everybody. Come on. There are so, so many wonderful things
4: about
3: Jesus. Hey, there are so many wonderful things about about if you believe it, open up your mouth and sing it. There yeah, are oh, so, so many wonderful things about Jesus. There yeah, yeah, yeah. are So many wonderful things about, about Him. Watch this. His name his, his, name is wonderful. his name, his 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 name. Is He's a wonderful counselor. 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 There are so many, so many wonderful things about him. From the top, one more time. There are so many wonderful things about Jesus. Yeah, there are so, so many wonderful things about him, about him. Yeah, there are so, so many wonderful things about Jesus yeah there are so many wonderful things Come on let's tell him yeah. his, name. His, name is his name his name is wonderful His name is wonderful His name yeah. His name. Yeah. His, name uh, His name is wonderful. He's a wonderful counsellor. Yeah. He's a wonderful. He's a wonderful counsellor. He's a wonderful. He's a wonderful counsellor. He's, mm-hmm. yeah. He's a wonderful. He's a wonderful counsellor. Everlasting. Everlasting father. Everlasting father. Everlasting Father. Everlasting. Father. Everlasting, Everlasting Father's everlasting Father. Father, everlasting Father, he's, he's a prince of peace, a, yeah, he's a prince uh, he's a prince, prince of peace, a prince a prince of peace, a of a prince of peace, He's a prince of peace, Come on, help his a name, his name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. His he's a wonderful. a wonderful. a wonderful. So he's, a ah, he's a wonderful, he's a wonderful, he's a wonderful, he's a wonderful, Wonderful counselor. Wonderful, wonderful counselor, Everlasting, Everlasting Father, Everlasting, Everlasting Father, He's a, He's, a yeah. yeah. He's a Prince of Peace. 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 His name. His name is Wonderful His name. His name. Is Come on, everybody. One one. His name. Yeah. He's, a He's a wonderful counselor Everlasting Father Everlasting Father, everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. Jesus. Everlasting Father. Jesus, everlasting Father His name, His name yeah. is wonderful His name, yeah. His name is wonderful There hey, are hey. oh, so many wonderful things I'm about Him Hallelujah! There is a name I love to hear. Help me sing. I
2: son Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Just by looking at the turnout this morning, I can see we all love Jesus. Amen. It's now time for tithes and offerings. We are asking ushers to prepare and come forward. I want to share with our online viewers that if you've been blessed by the ministry, we encourage you to give for truly we know giving is receiving. Online viewers may scan QR code on the screen, text to GIVE to 73256 and enter ZH Family, dollar sign. Or you can go to the Givings tab on the church website. And don't forget to hit the like button, to share, or to subscribe. And once again, we welcome all our visitors. We thank you for coming and fellowship and worshiping with us this morning. We know you passed by a lot of churches to get here this morning. And we thank God for you all, and we pray that something will be said or done that will draw you and bring you closer to God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Oh, precious God, we pray and ask, Lord God, that you would bless this time of giving, Father God. For truly, we know giving is receiving, Father God. Oh, Father God, your word says you give power to us to get wealth. And as we look around, Father God, we can see everybody looking so beautiful. So that tells me that you have given us power to get wealth, Father God. Help us, Father God, to give you what's rightfully yours, Father God, so that it can be used to continue to spread the gospel, Father God, and to remember the poor, the widows, the orphan, the homeless, Father God. Let's remember those, Father God. Help us, Lord God. For we know only what we do for you go last. Ain't nothing else in this world go last on our day of judgment. You're not gonna ask us how many cars, houses, jobs, degrees, or none of that. You're gonna ask, did you tell somebody about my son Jesus? Did you punch somebody to my son Jesus? That's what God wanna hear and see on your day of judgment. Nothing else is gonna matter. Amen. In Jesus' name. usher's.
5: to give us another number.
6: Hey man, this is the last Sunday in this year of 2021 and truly we can say that god has been good to us he's brought us from january all the way to the last sunday in this mess some of us thought we weren't going to make it some of us should not have made it if the devil would have had his say but I'm so glad that we serve a God. He sits high and he looks low. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to give him the praise, the glory, and the honor. For he's worthy. I say he's worthy. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, we have come. God is worthy. And I don't know about y'all, where I would be standing on my feet and I would be giving God some praise. The old folk used to say, if I couldn't say a word, i just wave my hand. Tell the Lord, thank you for what you've done for us. Thank you. I don't know about y'all, but I came through COVID when the vaccination wasn't even created yet. Only a God had the power to speak healing. Well, can y'all say that He's a miracle-working wonder? God, I told my son, I say you're looking at a miracle. He said, "What you say?" I say you're looking at a miracle. Look at your neighbor, and say neighbor, you're looking at a miracle. I could have been dead. I should have been dead. I would have been dead. But you're looking. You're looking at America. Come on, y'all, and get with us.
3: You're looking, you're looking, things I used to do, I don't do no more, things I used to say, I don't say no more, things I used to go, I don't go no more, more. you're looking, you're looking, he picked me up. Brown. He placed my feet He placed my feet On of the ground You're looking You're looking You're looking I should have been dead I should have been I would have been But you're looking you're looking, I'm you're looking, looking of I was sick in my body, of but he healed me. me. I was in trouble, me. but he did it for me. You're looking, looking. You're, looking. you're looking, Places I used to go. I don't go no more, things I used to do. I don't do no more things I used to say. I don't say no more. You're looking. You're looking. Pick me up. Turn me all around. He gave me joy. I got joy. I got joy. Joy, speak of Joe. I, I got love. I got pizza. I got pizza. I got pizza. You're looking. You're looking. I, I got joy. I, I got joy. I, I got You're looking. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Praise the Lord. Open your Bible to the book of St. Luke, chapter 2. Thank you, choir. The Lord is doing it. We're getting there. Hallelujah. The book is St. Luke, chapter 2. Man, that must be me. I'm looking for a miracle. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Glad to see you all our guests. We appreciate every one of you. God bless you, Pastor, for being here this morning. Pastor Benny Edison. Honorable Jules Graham. Yes, he's still honorable. Luke chapter 2, verse 36 and verse 37. If you find it, say amen. amen. And there was one woman by the name Anna, she was a prophetess, she was the daughter of Panoel who is of the tribe of Asa. They're just trying to let you know who we're talking about. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. Verse 37. What about her? She was a widow of about four scores and four years 84 years which departed from she departed not from the temple she lives in the church i can preach on that yes indeed Not only does she live in the church, she served God, how? With fasting and prayers, night and day. Now you know who she is and what she does and where she lives. Let's pray. Father God, we are grateful for the word of God such a rich revelation that you have given to mankind Lord help us to comprehend it it's a dangerous thing to be going to school and not comprehending what is being thought open the ears of our hearing and help us to comprehend what does says the Lord? Lord, I pray that lives will be changed today. I pray that your touch will be manifested one more time in our midst. Lord, we thank you for grace and mercy. But in time like this, you made it clear we need to grow up. Open our eyes to see, and glorify yourself in the house, in Jesus' name, and the church say, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Our subject for discussion is titled, The Secret to Unanswered Prayers. There is a secret to get your prayers answered. I'm going to encourage you to pay very close attention. You need to move from just hitting and missing. God wants to position you that when you speak, heaven will listen. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, I've been teaching a series of lessons about what we can learn from the season of Christmas. I said, and I made the case that Christmas is more than just an event, and it's more than just a story. Within that story, there are serious revelations. And we start out the first week, we talk about, the principle of praise. I share with you, ladies and gentlemen, that during Christmas there were angels. The Bible called them heavenly host, praising God because of the birth of Jesus. Then I submit to you that your life, my life, must be a life of praise. If you receive that, 50% of your life problem is solved. You can literally press your way out of trouble. <laughs> Hallelujah. The second Sunday, we look at another principle. We pointed out that during Christmas, the wise men they came from far east and their purpose is very focused. They made the announcement, we have come to worship him. And then from that, I share with you, you and I are made to worship. And if you can develop a life of true worship, (laughs) and you don't have any problem anymore. (laughs) Then the third Sunday, we we went a little higher. We pointed out to you that the angels announced that his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Then I made the argument that God with us means the presence of God. Religion has taught us or made us to think that God is so far, 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 far somewhere in the sky. But thank God for Jesus. His name is Emmanuel then I encourage every one of you to recognize the presence of God. Learn how to attract the presence of God. And you need to be a carrier (laughs) of the presence of God. I've lost all religion right there. Today, I want to take it a little further. This probably will be the conclusion of this series, by permission of the Holy Spirit. And today, we're going to talk about how to get answers to our prayers. Specifically, we'll be talking about prayer and fasting. Remember the prophetess I read about in the scripture today? The Bible says she lives in the church. The reason why she was living in the church, by the way, is because she devoted her life completely to serving God. I also pointed out to you that according to scripture, she was looking for the redemption of Israel. Hmm. That ought to be a, a judgment to many people who profess to be preachers. What percentage of your life is devoted to serving God? <laughs> Don't tell <tear> me off. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, in her devotion, seeking the redemption of Israel, she committed herself to praying and fasting. Redemption of Israel was believed to come through a Messiah. A Messiah was going to come. And everybody was waiting. But she was doing something about it. You know, in church situation, many people just talk, but no action. This woman was praying and fasting not a few days in a year, night and day. But one day, her prayers got answered. The Messiah was born, that's Jesus Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, the Messiah was brought to church by his parents. Little baby. They brought that baby for christening. You're doing your denominations. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of God told her, the person you've been praying for, the person you've been fasting for, behold, he's standing right in front of you. My point to you, ladies and gentlemen, even though it was a Christmas story, but you can see she got answer to a prayer. So today I want to share with you don't just learn the jingle bell and the lights and the grift and the cards. Learn the principle that will sustain you in time of trouble. <laughs> Hallelujah. This one church you cannot afford to go to sleep. I don't know how long God will allow me to stay here. But take advantage of everything Opportunity. So I don't come here trying to make things up. What I'm sharing with you is days and hours of study. I don't say that to be prideful, but to let you know God favored you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, Please take note that most people know about prayer. Am I right about it? In fact, if I have to take a poll, how many of you have prayed this week? Most of you probably prayed. And thank God for that. So we know about prayer. But the truth be told, we do very little of fasting. (laughs) ladies and gentlemen so the missing link in our prayer life why we don't see result why we just waiting for grace and mercy every day we don't know how to get result in our prayer and the missing link is our fasting life So, today, just briefly, I want to tell you, what is fasting? Why do we fast? Or why do we have to fast? And if we're going to fast, how do we fast? And Then, if time permits, we will look at types of fasting. I'm preparing you for the new year because there's going to be a lot of roughness during the coming year. I've been, I've been seeking the face of the Lord for many months. So you have to be prepared for what is coming because in the midst of those roughness, God is determined to favor many people. Hallelujah. Question, what is fasting? It's very simple. Fasting is when you abstain from food for spiritual purpose. Did you hear what I said? It is when you abstain you pull away from the table. Because you have a spiritual reason. Let me put it in another way. Fasting, ladies and gentlemen, is when you you, you set aside something that your body enjoys. And the reason why you do that. Is so that you can grow spiritually. Your body enjoys it. Your body is ringing bell more. We want more. And then you set aside a time. You tell everybody in your body to shut up. Because you are having an encounter with Almighty God. Please permit me to clarify something to my fellow Americans. It don't take much for me to get in trouble. In the Word of God, the most common thing that you set aside is food. So stop lying to yourself. Many of you will say, well I'm gonna fast, I'll stop eating some candy, you lying. Somebody needs to help this this great country. Many of you will say, Well I drink soda every day, I just I just cut back, I drink half of the butter this time. No, you're not you're not fasting. You just dieting. Some of you will say, well, I watch TV every day. My preacher said, well, if I would just cut back on my TV time, you and your preacher, you're lying to yourself. You need somebody that would love you enough to tell the truth. Well, pastor, you don't know me, but I drink coffee twice a day. And I have made up my mind. For the next 60 days, I'm going to drink only one cup. Well, I'm happy for you, but you are dieting, you're not fasting. Hey, don't turn me up. (laughs) You know I'm anointed. (laughs) Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth be told, if there's one thing we all like to do, is eat food. Am I right about it? I bet there's not a single person in the house that don't eat. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, so that you know a little more about your God, when God sees that you want so much of him, and that you're willing to deny yourself something like food, it moves God. So when it comes to fasting, there are two obvious benefits. Number one, you are able to move the hand of God. I hate to tell you, many of us will miss so many blessings. So many miracles this year because we don't know how to move the hand of God. Another obvious benefit, ladies and gentlemen, is that you get to feed your spirit man. The Bible made it very clear. Man shall not live by bread alone. (laughs) That's right, Pastor. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying to you, God honors it. When you're willing to return to him and put him before your belly. God honors it when you're willing to sacrifice your appetite. It does something powerful in the spirit realm. I always tell you there are two realms. The natural realm and the spirit realm. It does something. It moves the spirit realm when you're willing to sacrifice your appetite just to pursue God. Please take note, fasting is not just missing food. Fasting is really about seeking God and drawing closer to God. So if you stop eating, but you don't seek God, you have not fasted. There are many folks in the churches, they will starve themselves, but they never seek God in the process. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 58, verse 3 and 4, you see an example of what I'm talking about. The people of Israel asked God a question. They said to God, Why is it that when we fast, you don't see it? They're asking God, Why is it On the day of our fasting, you don't seem to pay attention. And God replied, make sure you can read in the Bible. God said the reason why I don't see what you do or pay attention is because you fast during your fasting, you do as you please. You deny yourself food all right. But look at your behavior. And then God, oh, I love God. See, I'm a lawyer by profession. Sometimes you have to dig through so many books to figure out what, what they're trying to say. But the Bible don't do like lawyers. He put it up front, exactly what they're doing wrong. Can you read? He said, you folks, even though you're not eating food, but you're exploiting your employees, you mistreat people. What else is listed there? He said you quarrel, you're fighting each other. You'll be surprised how many folks are fighting each other, even in the house of God. You'll be surprised how many preachers are fighting each other in the city. Keep reading. What else did he list? God said you strive. God said, and then you strike in each other. He said, although you're not eating food, I cannot accept your fasting because your heart ain't right. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I cannot come here and preach like Paul, but in my heart, I don't love people. You cannot be singing in the choir when you are mean and hateful. You cannot be the head deacon or head dickiness, or you're president of the frog jumping contest of the church, and you are a player hater. God said, if you're fasting, you're just dieting. I'm not going to be a part of that. The prophet Isaiah is telling the people, you cannot fast like that and expect God to honor your fast. So fasting is not just staying away from the table. During that period, you ought to be seeking God. Tell your neighbor I got it. If you deny yourself food, but you're not seeking God. You're just dieting. It means, ladies and gentlemen, fasting means that you afflict your soul for a period of time. And while you're afflicting your soul, you infest the time, that period, seeking the face of God, seeking the heart of God. Now that you know what fasting is, we've got to ask the question, why should you fast? Some of you might say, that's for the holy rulers. That's for the preachers. When I have a problem, I just call the preacher. And the Lord fix you up so well, your preacher is always on the go. So good luck trying to reach me. My job is to equip you. I'm talking about the priesthood of every believer. I told my children, no, don't, don't, don't. Don't expect me to be babysitting you. Those days are gone. I owe you two things. I will lead you to the Lord Jesus Christ and I will give you wing to fly. And then it's up to you to take off and start flying. The same thing in the spirit, you are my children. You may be ten times older than me, but in the spirit, my job is to equip you so that when the enemy fool around and knock on your door, you are ready. I'm not a chaplain. I'm a pastor. Why should you fast? I'm glad you asked. Israel, one time, they were in Babylon in exile. You know that. But by the grace of God, one day they got free. But when they got free, they have to travel from Babylon to Jerusalem. By the way, that's a four-month journey. Then a brother by the name Ezra was assigned to lead all those people from Babylon back to their homeland in Israel, in Jerusalem. On the road, ladies and gentlemen, there were robbers and thieves. And haters and enemies of Israel. And yet they have to go home. So it's going to be a very rough trip. To add more to the problem, they have many women. Women generally could not fight for themselves. If you marry, your job is to defend your spouse and defend your whole house. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't need to call a meeting. If the devil mess around and show up, you knock him out. After you knock him out, call me, I'll come and finish it. (laughs) Oh glory. (laughs) They got women they got children, defenseless group. Then they have vessels of the house of God, precious items that they're moving from Babylon back home. So the question is, how are they going to make that journey safely? How are they going to travel for four months? And survive all the player haters. And survive all the enemies. And survive all the thieves, all the robbers on the road. They have two options. Number one, for their protection, they can do it the kind of way. Number two, they can do it the spiritual way. You know the problem of most of Christians nowadays I get permission to, to share this with you. Most of what we do, we choose to do it the kind of way. And guess what? We get our ignorant behind kicked all the time. <laughs> I want to position you by permission of the Holy Spirit that you can fight Your battle the spiritual way and you will never be defeated. Ladies and gentlemen, extra could have asked the governor. I need some horsemen, I need some 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 escort, I need some military soldiers. Those are kind of way, but he said, our God is able. to protect us. Guess what he did spiritually. <laughs> it's in your Bible. Ezra chapter 8 verse 21. He didn't ask for escort. He didn't ask for horsemen. He didn't ask for chariots. He didn't even ask for a written proclamation Instead, he proclaim a fast. You really want to win, doc? Let me school you. Let me train somebody. When the devil come, proclaim a fast. Sometimes you have to proclaim a fast not just for you but for your entire house. I wish I have time to get deep in this. The result, ladies and gentlemen, these helpless, defenseless people, they traveled for four months without a single attack. Why should you fast? See, I was going through all my emails and text messages, and I see stories after stories of people of God being defeated. Being kicked around. Being molested by the devil. You know why? Because we are fighting our battle. That's right, sister. Carnality. And we are getting whooped every day. And my heart bleeds. And I hear the Lord say, no, you teach the word. In season and out of season. When they want to hear. When they don't want to hear. Just know that my word will not return for it. Ladies and gentlemen. You are carrying some load right now. That if you will learn. To declare and proclaim my fast. Victory is yours. I know you love your pastor. In fact, I'm amazed. Sometimes I feel like I'm pastoring the whole parish. People will call. I will say, "Uh, how long have you been a member of my church? No, I'm not a member, but I need help. You cannot turn people away. But freely I receive, freely I'm giving to you. Maybe in your life, you know life is a journey, right? Maybe in that life journey, you have no clue how you're going to make it from month to month. Maybe you're in a situation right now, you have no idea how you're going to survive all this pandemic mess. Maybe you are, you are traveling in a journey that is full of robbers and thieves. Thieves on your job. Player haters, even the house of God. And you are asking yourself, Brother Pastor, how am I going to make it? I just told you, do like these Israelites do. Don't try to look for kind of way to win. Pursue the spirit of God. Decree, declare, proclaim a fast. And watch God fight your battle. You know what I'm trying to tell you? God, God's way always works. <laughs> Let me give you another example. I'm just helping somebody today. There was a gentleman... His name is Ahab, is the king of Israel. He was a very wicked king. His wife is Jezebel. She means she's a witch. <laughs> I can preach under all the witch now. Oh Lord. Messing with us now. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, Elijah confronted him and pronounced a judgment. You see, I'm going to make sure that you hear the word of the Lord. And the judgment is found in 1st King, chapter 21, verse 22. You know what the judgment is? That God said every male in his house, every female in his house will be killed. So be careful when you make a career out of being mean and hateful. But this is what I want you to pick up. You look at verse 25. First King, chapter 21, verse 25. Let the record show God confirm again. That this man, the reason why God is going to punish him, he was a wicked man. He allowed his wicked wife, a witch, to influence him. So those were not my opinion. Then, look at verse 27. First King, chapter 21, verse 27. Look at what that man did. I'm trying to show you why you have to fast. That man... The Bible said he thawed his clothes. He put on sack clothes, and guess what he did? He fast. He is not even a church man. He had more sense than most of you here. Those of you listening to me, your problem is your religion. He is a wicked man. He don't go to church. He don't understand all the Bible. Have enough sense when he's in trouble, he fasts. Guess what? God did to him. God said, I changed my mind. I'm showing you, Brother Deacon, how you can move the hand of God. (laughs) God said, Everything I plan to do to you, it will not happen. In your lifetime, <laughs> I'm trying to answer the question why you and I should be fasting. You remember Brother Jonah? Jonah was a preacher sent to go preach to black folks in Nineveh. Don't look at me like that because I tell the truth. Sure enough, he got to Nineveh. Oh, he was a he was a mighty preacher. He told everybody within 40 days, this whole city will be destroyed. You know why? Because Nineveh, they were wicked people. I'm not saying all black people are wicked now. I'm black, I'm not wicked. There's hope. Ladies and gentlemen, but the people of Nineveh, they were wicked. When they killed people at war, they would skin that person. And at the gates of their city, they decorated with head of human beings. That's a group that don't play. Don't mess with black people. (laughs) Hey, don't turn me off. (laughs) Bless God. Here's what I want you to take out of this. The amazing thing was he decreed the judgment of God over the city. The Bible say the leader of that city repented. The Bible say that's Jonah chapter 3, verse 6 and verse 7. The Bible says the, the whole city started to fast. And you know what is even amazing? This leader is so good. Not only did he make everybody fast, even the animals. I'm trying to help somebody. All the animals. Nobody going to eat. We have messed up. God is fixing to destroy our city. We've got to stop this mess. You know, to cut the story short because my time is, is going on. Guess what happened to the city of Nineveh? God changed his mind. They were able to move the hand of God. And for the next 100 years, the city was not touched. Why should you fast? (laughs) You, nobody know like you know the devil that you're facing right now. I know everybody came to church looking pretty. Don't be fooled by that. We have a real devil to fight. And God has given us authority to walk over him and keep him under our feet. So all I'm teaching you, how you gonna do it? Don't be running, running all over the place. Shut up! Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life. You got to fast. You got to fast. You know, it's so sad that many of us don't fast. And then when the man of God say, okay, let's fast for three days, for seven days, for 10 days, for 14 days, or 21 days, or 40 days. 40 days is the maximum in the word of God. Many of you will just dismiss it. And then during the year, the devil begin to, Give you up a curse. Boom. He hits you in the face. Boom. And the man of God is seeing all of this and says, Wow, how can this be? Our disobedience has consequences. Ladies and gentlemen, can you imagine? if the United States of America will proclaim our fast because of COVID-19 or Delta or Omicron. Yes, I said it on public TV. If God can save all of Nineveh, That same God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He can save our city. He can save our state. He can save our nation. He can save the whole world. Even my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and tongue he said then that's right pastor then I will hear you I will forgive you I will heal your land ladies and gentlemen I got to stop remember we have an option we can either do it the kind of way and continue the way we are doing. And there hundreds and thousands of people dying. The funeral home are making so much money. If they can run me out of town, they'll do it. They say, Reverend, business is good. Don't, don't, don't mess with this. Just uh, Praise the Lord. This is our season. But the devil is a lie. Ladies and gentlemen, the word of God is full of example. I don't have time. If you want to hear more, you come 10 o'clock. Yeah. Ah, they make me wear these today. But that's another topic. Let me stay holy. <laughs> Do you remember a lady by the name Esther? You all know Esther? Esther was the queen of Persia. Then there was a gentleman by the name Haman. Haman. Haman planned a coup de tart. I'm trying to help somebody now. Like January 6th? Ooh. <laughs> ah, praise the Lord. It's good to be free. Haman got a decree that in 127 promises all the Jews will be killed. The plan is set. The decree is signed. Then, by the way, they didn't know that Home girl Esther is a Jew they just seen a pretty girl so Esther's cousin his name is Mordecai call Esther and say sister girl you know it I know it it's like dealing with a, a black girl that look white you know I'm free I'll tell the truth Ladies and gentlemen, so they did not know that Esther is a Jew. So is her cousin say, Sister Girl, you know it and I know it. You Jewish, I'm Jewish, and they're about to kill all your people. We need you to go and make a case before your husband. Amen. Esther said, I cannot do that. Nobody goes before the king unless you're invited. So called her cousin said, "Sister girl, you may not help us if you don't help us. God will. But remember, maybe for such a time like this, God has given you the opportunity." Oh, I wish I can talk to every black man, every black woman that you're in a position right now, you have an opportunity to help your own people. You. Esther changed her mind. You see, Cousin, you right. I will do something. But guess what she did? In Esther chapter 4, verse 16. Make sure it's in your Bible. Guess what she did? She said, this is what we have to do to win. I want all of the Jewish people out there to go fast for three days for me. Are you feeling me? I'm trying to show you why you should fast. You get in trouble on the job and you're freaking out. People get sick in the family. You're freaking out. Player haters. Messing with your husband. You're freaking out. You don't know how to fight. And you're getting busted. Every time. And when you do try to fight. You take off your shoes. You put on your skirt. These ain't no. (laughs) The weapon of our warfare. North kind of. say, I'll show you I'm a black woman. Really. <laughs> oh, oh, glory. The way to win, the spiritual way. She proclaimed her fast. And guess what? She won. They could detach was foided. All of Jewish people were free. They are still there in Portia to today because somebody know what to do. I've had time to tell you about what fasting is. I've tried my best to tell you why you should fast because all of us, from the pulpit to the pews, if I, if I make a list Of the battles I'm fighting right now. It will blow your mind. So this is not just about you. But I'm showing you how you're going to win. How you can fight and win. How you can pray and get answers. I was going to tell you more. To tell you okay. Now that I know why I have to fast. How do I do it? I don't have time. Now there are types of fasting and bless God, this coming fast of the year, you truly I'm gonna declare 21 days. De- Thank you, Holy Ghost. He just arrested me. Make it 10. Hallelujah. Bless God. You know why he's doing that? Because when Daniel Fasted. The first Daniel fast was 10 days. Daniel chapter 1 verse 12. Hallelujah. The second Daniel fast was for 21 days. I've been calling for 21 days every year and you don't do it. (laughs) So God. In his grace and mercy, he said, let's start small. 21 days. I will say this in conclusion and I, will, I won't see more more word. During that 21 days, you know what you need to be eating? Don't call me for stupid questions. Because I'm not as saved as the rest of these people. I'm a flip out. All you need is vegetables, fruits, no sweets. What part of that you don't understand? Well, pastor, whatever. No, don't comment with that. Three things. Vegetables. Fruits. No sweet. So all you need to drink with your veggie? What well pastor, what if I sprinkle with some? St- okay, now now you see you pushing me. You you pushing me. I am surprised all that <laughs> you're trying to wake it up. Well I just put a little sugar just to it's not supp- where well, my wife just started... Okay, praise the Lord. Everybody stand. Have you been blessed today? Have you learned something? We are better prepared to go up and take this city. A thousand may fall 10,000 by your right. But as for you, it won't touch you. You know what's supposed to be in your house? Not sicknesses. Not defeat. See, one sister said it over here. Wealth and riches are in your house. Say amen to that not COVID-19. I say, wealth. <laughs> wealth. Reaches. No matter what the devil tries to do this coming year, God will give you a testimony. Say amen to that. I pray that God will build an age of protection. Around your house, around your family, around your children. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, i cover you with the blood of Jesus Christ. This battle is not yours. It is the Lord. So lift up your hands, O so you gates. Be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. Guess what will come in? The king of who is the king of glory? Our God, strong and mighty. I bless you, men and women of God. I pray and I decree and declare the year 2022. Will be full of the glory of God in your life, miracles, signs, and wonder. People will come trying to find out what is your secret. That's why David says, Surely, goodness. What else? Will follow who will follow you, will follow me all the days of our life because you're going to be like miss anna we're going to dwell in the house of the lord you see the secret don't let the government call the church no essential walmart is more essential than the house of god come on now work with me I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to send the blood. will never lose its power. With all our deacons and ministers and deaconesses, thank you all for preparing the table. Amen. Let's receive the communion. Let's take place in Jesus' name.
5: Have everyone been served? If you're not, just raise your hand, please. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drink this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this. As often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. You may eat and drink at this time. Heavenly Father, we just thank you today, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this communion, Lord. God, we thank you that we remember you on this day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that it's all about you and not about us, oh God. And we give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name, we say on one accord, Amen. amen. This concludes our worship service. The pastor and the first lady will be up front if you'd like to meet them this morning. Let's have the benediction. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent, one from another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm